0: Golden Deer Productions, Golden Deer, oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter. just, you have to enter. Whoa, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. This is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours Podcast, and this is a GDP Minute. I guess we're calling it a minute, but we're back on the phone, and today's my birthday, guys, I'm 26 years old today. So I'm technically like a man, but inside I really feel like a little boy still. Maybe I got some maturation problems. I don't know, but I will tell you this much, man. This is what I do know about life thus far. I know that I think life is about figuring it out. I don't have it all figured out yet. I know where I want to be in 10 years, but I don't know what I want to do in the next 10. Truthfully. And, uh, I always write my goals out on paper and I recorded a video of myself reading my goals last year for my 25th birthday and I hit all the goals, man, except the movie getting viewed by a million people online. That was the one thing I didn't hit, but I hit all my goals. So now I'm trying to write out more goals and I got some big goals considering them, but this time last year, in that very video that I record on my goals, I said I wanted to run a marathon and and run a triathlon. And surprisingly, one year later, I've run seven marathons and I've done two triathlons and I'm currently in the middle of training in a hundred mile ultra marathon. And that's what this podcast is about. It's another training update. But it's just interesting in the history of GDP. Like when I was 20, we shot a video on my birthday, 21, we were working on Adderall Boy, 22, I was writing out what was going to be Apple Cinema, 23, I recorded a podcast, 24, I recorded another podcast, 25, we were working on our movie, and 26, we're working on our next movie. I just got off the phone with one of our writers, so that's what's been going on at 26, truthfully. And I think this is going to be a big year, and I don't exactly know how it's going to materialize, but I know I'm ready for it. But anyway, man, anyway, all brand aside, I want to talk to you guys about a little fitness. So it was my goal this time last year to run a marathon. And now it is my goal to finish in a 100 mile ultra marathon. So it goes to show if you show up every day, the things that can happen. Truthfully, I had run one marathon of my own this time last year, and Today I ran 14 miles yesterday. I ran 19 miles and I've run two 50 mile ultra marathons. So I'm not trying to wag my own tail here. What I'm saying is when it comes to fitness, it's just like anything else. It's like all the success gurus you've ever heard of in your life. If you show up and you're consistent, like relentlessly consistent, do not miss a day. Good things will happen. And, um, with that being said, let's talk about the ultra right now. So at the time of recording, we are 24 days out from the 100-mile ultramarathon in Phoenix, Arizona, excuse me, Goodyear, Arizona, the Coldwater Rumble, and I am in my peak week of training. So peak week of training means not my longest run because I already hit that 50-mile run, but this week I'm aiming to get 75 miles and roughly 5,000 feet of elevation gain. Because last week, what we had said is, okay, Connor, you ran a 50-mile ultra, but it was flat. You got to work on hills. So I've already run two times this week, and I've emphasized the need to just hit hills, hit elevation gain. And I'm already at about, I think, 2,600 feet on the week, and I have three runs left. But again, this is my peak week. This is where I need to put the most training in that I've ever put in so I can really work on my legs and work on my muscle groups to prep me for the 100. Now, I have never focused on training vertical or hills yet in the training. So this is a big adjustment for me. I My legs felt good. I felt a little tired finishing my second run this week. But again, the focus is we got to get that vert and we got to get that mileage. So what this week brings is a 19 mile run. Today was a 14 mile run. Tomorrow is a half marathon. Then I have another half marathon and then, which is on Christmas. And then the day after Christmas, I have a 25, which will end up probably being a full marathon. So I have about, I'm looking at it here. I got about 46 miles left on the week, maybe a little less. And again, just trying to get that elevation gain in and I'm trying to be consistent. Now, I just want to go over a couple tips for anybody who's getting into endurance training. Some of the stuff I've learned because I think this might help you out a little bit. So what's helped longer distance runs for me is back when I was training on the Charles consistently, I would say, okay, and I would plant the Charles, being the Charles River in Boston, I would plant my nutrition bottle somewhere on the course. Like let's say it was mile six and then I'd plant another bottle on mile 10 because as you guys know, with long distance running, you have to consume some sort of food or endurance drink or gels or something like that. And so I always thought it was smart to plant nutrition at a certain point on the course. What I've learned through ultra training is that should not be the goal. The goal should be nutrition based on time. So I am getting into the routine of having some sort of nutrition, usually a cliff bar every 25 to 35 minutes because your body doesn't understand miles, but it definitely understands time in consuming calories. So I think that's something I just want to debunk real quick. A lot of people say, okay, when should I have this goo packet? When should I drink this G1M Sport? No, do it every 25 to 35 minutes. But this is after about an hour. So I won't have anything for an hour. And then on every half hour and every full hour, I'll consume more calories. So I'll have my first, let's just say, I'll have my first Oreo at one hour of running. Then I'll have my next one at an hour and a half of running. Then I'll have my next one at two hours. Does that make sense? Now, again, obviously there is some sort of flexibility with choosing when exactly you should eat it, but that rule of thumb has worked for me. And when you guys start getting into longer distance running, one thing you'll realize is... It's all about breaking the run up because you can start a run and feel terrible at mile two and be like, oh, fuck, I have to run 23 more miles. It's all about breaking it up into smaller pieces. So one thing about maintaining nutrition on a set schedule is you're like, okay, I'm now breaking it up by every 30 minutes because in every 30 minutes, I'm going to have another cliff bar. Does that make sense? It's something to look forward to on your run. So I recommend that. And that also goes for water. On this ultra training, normally I wouldn't want to just consistently smash water in any sort of running I've been doing. But in this ultra training specifically, I just am trying to drink as much water as I can without overloading my stomach. Because in Phoenix, I am never going to know when that heat might sneak up on me and my electrolytes go out of balance. So I want to make sure I'm fully hydrated the whole time. Because as a rule of thumb, everyone's been telling me, like, listen, even when you're not hungry, eat, even when you're not thirsty, drink, because you can always be ahead of nutrition, but once you're behind on nutrition, you can't get it back. Essentially, what they mean is once you run out of fuel, you're done for. So never run out of fuel. (sighs) Hope that makes sense. Big, deep breath, Connor. Big, deep breath, man. Big, deep breath. Now, next, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about heart rate training. So last week, I had told you guys that I was aiming to run below in 145 beats per minute heart rate. Now, a lot of people asked me about that. Just kidding, not a lot, maybe a couple. They had asked me about that, and they said, hey, do you run with heart rate? Why would you run with heart rate? What is the benefit of it? What I have found is, Heart rate is just a good measure for me to know if I'm running fast or not. So, if I have a heart rate below 145, it means I'm probably running pretty slow and it's decreasing my risk of injury. That's the way I feel about it. You know, anytime I really get up there in heart rate, I'm probably running pretty fast, and that means, okay, Connor you're at a, a higher risk of hurting yourself. And again, with all the miles I'm doing, the last thing I wanna do is hurt myself. So that's why I think just running these miles super, super slow is, has been beneficial. Again, the one time I got hurt in this training camp was after I hauled ass at Little Rock, almost PR'd a marathon, and then I did a 10-mile run two days later. My quad got shot. So that was because I literally forced the run too hard. Had I just run that marathon at a slower pace, let's say a four and a half hour marathon instead of a three and a half hour marathon, I probably would have never gotten hurt and I would have had two more good training runs for this a hundred. So I recommend heart rate training if you're literally just trying to build a base for yourself because it's helped me a lot. Um, it might be a little bit different for marathon training, but personally, I recommend getting that heart rate lower in this ultra type training. Now, again, I'm kind of just bullshitting right now being truthfully honest because we have not hit this a hundred yet. So I'll know what definitely works and definitely doesn't after I do it. That's the truth. I just want to document this as much as I can. So next, <sighs> I have three more runs this week, one tomorrow, two this weekend. And once that's done, we begin to taper. On Saturday, yo, dude, three weeks from Saturday, I'm gonna be in Phoenix doing the thing. But I begin to taper next week. So this is my tapering plan. This is what it looks like. This month, this week 75 miles. Next week, I'm gonna cut down to 40 miles. I'm gonna have one decently long run effort, probably 16 to 18 miles on the weekend. And I'm gonna hit Three other runs, but just forty miles, which is super manageable the week after that, thirty miles, and then we're in the a hundred week where I'll probably just hit two runs, so again, peak week right now seventy five miles week after that, forty miles week after that, thirty miles, and then it's the a hundred week, and I'll do two tiny runs that week. My goal is for my taper, which has worked in the past, dude, just show up. <clears throat> making sure your legs feel a hundred bucks because you're not going to care if you took it super easy those couple of weeks when you have to go run a hundred miles. So I'm going to peel way back on my training. <sighs> I hope that made sense. I hope this training log made sense. Listen, I document all of these workouts and a lot of this training on my fitness Instagram page at Bochi Bolt. And additionally, I am, a uh, Follow me on Strava too, Connor Hallway, so you can see all these runs that I've been hitting. It's been fun, man. This has been really fun, and I'm really, really looking forward to this journey because 100 is going to be ridiculous, and uh, it's something totally new. It's really exciting, and uh, I can't wait to do it. So anyway, I'm setting my goals for GDP and myself personally over the next couple of days here, writing them out, and uh, I hope everyone has an awesome holiday. Honestly, hope everyone has a great great holiday. Enjoy yourself. Just have just fucking laugh at some shit like the world is so fucking negative nowadays. Just go out there and try to like chuckle a little bit with a friend. You know what I'm saying. Set some goals. don't sit around and uh that's it, brother. All love. hope you guys like this podcast. Sorry if I ramble a little bit. I'm trying to get better at it. I write all this stuff out, but sometimes I go on a tangent and if you like it, just shoot me a text or a dm. All Love Brethren. Golden Dear Productions. Golden De Oh oh wait, was that not it? Enter, just you if we had to enter.